0: Praise the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song, let the faithful exult in glory. Praise the Lord. All Saints Sunday is a day to remember. It's a day when we remember our loved ones who are no longer with us, our loved ones who have died. We remember them, the good times and the bad times that we spent with them, and deal with the pain of loss. We remember them, and we realize that we feel the pain of not being able to have new memories with them. And All Saints Sunday is a day to remember, because it's a day to remember that God has defeated death. By Jesus Christ dying on the cross and being raised on the third day, we remember that we are promised ourselves to be raised when Christ comes again. And we remember the promises that we hear about that in baptismal and funeral liturgies where we are told that we are joined to Christ in a death like his so that we will be raised to a life like his. We remember the promise that we will be with our loved ones again and with the one who loves us the most, our creator, our savior, and our advocate. All Saints Sunday is a day to remember. And our gospel lesson is a reminder that while the kingdom of God has come near, it is not yet here. In his Sermon on the Plain, Jesus issues the familiar beatitudes, offering blessings to those who are suffering in this world. And he tells the poor, the hungry, the mourners, and those who are alone and rejected, that they shall receive their reward. But because this is Luke's gospel, the great reversal of fortunes is also proclaimed. Jesus warns the rich, the full, the joyful, and the influential that they are due for a comeuppance. Luke includes the woes in his telling of Jesus' great sermon because he wants to remind his readers and listeners that they have been blessed so that they can be a blessing to others. All Saints Sunday is a day to remember. We need to remember the behavior that Jesus describes that characterizes those who listen to him and those who follow him. Jesus tells us that loving your neighbor is not enough and calls us to go far, far beyond that. In fact, he reverses it. He calls us to live out the promises that we are to remember. Death has been defeated. Our sins have been removed. What do we have to fear? Our eternal home is promised to us. But I say to you who listen, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And if anyone takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs of you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Jesus tells us, get out of your comfort zone. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. That's not what we hear from many of our leaders and those who want to be leaders. Some of them them call those who would challenge their authority, call them scum, animals, unpatriotic, fake, not human. There are some who do not know how to unite, but only know how to divide. And for them, Jesus calls us to not only be better, but to do better. We're to love them. We are to do good for them. And even though we will be hated and mocked and cursed for doing so, we are to pray for those who would hurt us or try to hurt us. Jesus is calling us to challenge those who are against us. When Jesus says, If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also... And from anyone who takes from you your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. That had real world implications in his time. Because if somebody struck you on the cheek, they backhanded you. They hit you and did not even look at you. But if you turn and offer them the other cheek, you are looking them right in the eye. Letting them do what it is they feel they need to do. But letting them know that you are allowing this to happen. And the coat that Jesus says if somebody wants to take, well, at that time, your coat was your blanket. And if somebody took your coat from you, took that outer wrap, all that you had left on was a shirt which was your underwear. And Jesus says, if they take your coat and blanket, give them your underwear too. And let them realize that they're taking all that you have, and you're giving it to them. Jesus isn't telling his followers to be weak or to be soft. He's calling us to defy the powers of the world and the way that things are. Jesus says, loving only those who love you isn't enough. Anyone can do that. We must love those who don't love us. And it's not that we do this just because Christ commands us to do so, because doing anything else leads to death and destruction. Returning hate for hate and hurt for hurt only creates more hate and more hurt. And the cycle of hate and violence must be broken, and our Lord and Savior commands us to be the ones who break that cycle. And this work is not that which makes us saints. This is the work that we are called to do, that we are commanded to do, because we have already been claimed as a saint. We are justified in God's eyes because Jesus has claimed us as being justified. We remember this gift of grace when we do the difficult. We have been saved so that we can serve. We have been forgiven so that we can give. And here Jesus is reminding us That to love all and to serve all includes those people who we really don't want to. See, as much as we don't want to admit it, the first step that we have to do to do to others as you would have them do to you is to repent. Before we can do for anyone, friend or foe, family or enemy, neighbor or stranger, we have to own our own sin and hate. We have to recognize our own intolerance. Admit you don't value all people the same. Recognize that you have privilege. Admit that there are advantages to being white. Admit that there are advantages to being male. Admit that there are advantages to being economically well off. Admit that there are advantages to living in this country for all of its flaws and failures. And then repent. Stop how you've been acting. Stop how you've been thinking. Realize what it is you've turned away from. Realize the path that you've strayed from. Do to others as you would have them do to you means that you have to think of how you would feel if you weren't welcomed or accepted or tolerated. Think of how you would have to feel if you were continually viewed with suspicion derision, dismission, rejection, or disgust. If we want God to accept us, forgive us, and love us, if we want to be in that number when the Lord in glory comes, why do we demand change from others and not ourselves? All Saints Sunday is a day to remember we remember that we are saints, not because of what we do or have done, because of, but we are because of what Christ has done for us. See, he loved his enemies. He gave his life for those who had rejected him and denied him, and turned away from him, and despised him and hated him. He gave not only his wisdom and his teachings, but he gave his very life. we are called to remember this and to do to others as Christ has already done for us. And so when that new world is revealed, O Lord, I want to be in that number when the new world is revealed. Amen.